1: Thanks so much for joining us on this Saturday, the final Saturday of 2017. It's time for Tech Talk. Doug Swinhard in studio. If you're having problems with your computer, hardware, software, whatever, feel free to call the program and talk to Doug. Our phone number, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. You can text 81807. That is 81807. Doug, how you been? Stevie, just wonderful. Can you believe we are right on the brink of 2018? Hard to believe. Right Time flies. on the brink. Time flies for sure. Um, Doug, let's talk about uh, a big problem when it gets cold and it's dry. Our dew point right now is 17 below zero. Uh, So so it is very dry, and with the heat running almost nonstop in most homes and businesses, uh, the air is bone dry, and we get that dreaded static electricity. Oh, you bet. And that is still a problem with our electrical equipment.
2: Oh, and and I I believe as well as computers and electrical electronics get smaller and smaller, I think that problem is actually going to increase. Even when people drop computers off at my house, I tell them right out, I'm not going to start working on it for four hours. You got to let them babies climatize. If you don't, they're just not going to run properly. And again, last two weeks, Steve, I'm getting call after call after call. My CD-ROM doesn't work. My DVD drive doesn't work. My speakers quit playing. Shut it down. Unplug it. Drain the electricity. Leave it off for about three, four minutes, plug it in, fire it up, and if you have a problem, give me a call back. Nobody calls back. we got to get rid of that static. And if you're on wool carpet, I always, always, always remind people this time of year to have some stop static or cling-free a little can by your computer, spray it on, an, on a Kleenex, wipe it on your forearms and your hands, and perhaps a little bit on your equipment and your keyboard. It's unbelievable how how much that will help. We as humans, as you know, we transfer more static to our equipment than anything, especially on a yeah. desktop with a keyboard. Now, wireless mice, they just kind of just hang out, and not do much, but anything that's connected to your computer. Another problem that I think people don't address is what I like to call the cable clutter. Whole pile of cables, one for the monitor and the speakers and your power cords and your chargers and your light, And probably a little heater for your feet, all curled up in a little big ball underneath your desk, again, on top of wool carpet. Won't hurt to take and spray a little stop static down there either. That will
1: be a huge, huge help. All right. uh, Very good advice. And uh, adding a little humidity to the air around the equipment isn't a bad idea. I know at my other job in the server room, uh, we we keep the humidity up in that room. It's not over the top. But we don't want it to get too dry in there, and I would assume that has to do with static electricity.
2: Absolutely, and the amount of ions in the air as well. Humidity—a controlled environment for a for a for any kind of a server installation is critical. Climate control and humidity control is absolutely critical. Yeah. Uh, the more equipment and and the small space, the more important that becomes. So you know, the rule of thumb is if you're comfortable, your computer will be comfortable. But like a lot of homes. Might not have built-in humidifiers and that kind of thing. Wouldn't hurt to spend twenty, thirty, forty bucks by in your office and put a
1: little one down that you feed water in. At least it's a help. It's a huge help. All right. By the way, uh, the show is all about your calls. Doug is here for the entire hour. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Six five one nine eight nine nine two two six. Keep that number handy. It's good for all our programs here on CCO. You can text as well, 81807. That is a great way to go, 81807. Another big story this week in tech. Apple on Thursday announced a price reduction in its iPhone battery replacement plan for owners of the iPhone 6 and later. The company is slashing the cost, 50 bucks from 79 to 29 starting in late January 2018, with the offer ending at the end of the year. Uh, The price reduction is part of Apple's response to the company's recent revelation that uh, they've been throttling back CPU performance in iPhones with diminished battery capacity, and there have been lawsuits filed uh, about all of this. Now, it's not like having the phone start on fire, but it, it's still a PR problem, and Apple's trying to respond to that. I agree, and I think too,
2: you're gonna find in the very near future. There's rumors in IT that Apple is actually going to be giving large trade-in values for these phones. Now, obviously, they want to sell new product—that's for sure. But what what they attempted to do to extend the battery life, or or whatever their motivation was they jumped right on it and that is a very good sign to me as long as they're making reparations and 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 trying their best to do things that's a really really good thing and if they were going to give you a a a substantial trade-in allowance on an older iphone i think a lot of these people would step up to the plate and get a nine or a ten i really do i believe that
1: yeah um by the way uh my daughter's picked up the 10, and she uses her phone a lot for for school. She's she's in college. Uh, she she's disabled. She she was injured in that accident, and she uses her phone all the time. And the biggest thing for her was the updated camera.
2: Yeah, well, oh, the cameras in these things are tremendous. Have you seen the photography on these? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, they're I've gorgeous. Seen some of the
1: photos she's done already.
2: Absolutely gorgeous, and the video editing that they've got built in. Of course, yeah. Apple's had that for several models. now, the video editing, but yeah, the pictures just cannot be beat. Just can't be beat.
1: Yeah, so it is extraordinary. But that is a PR problem for them that they were slowing these phones down. Now I'm sure these suits will go forward. And it'll remain to be seen. But if you have one of those phones, a 6 or a 7, and uh, you might be in need of a battery uh, coming up, uh, you're going to get a deal on that battery from 79 down to $29. That's hard to beat.
2: I also think, Steve, that Apple is going to solve this in a hurry. Uh, the, the, the talk is is they, yeah, they, they don't really, and it really a class action lawsuit against a company the size of Apple, it, it, it's not near as much about money as it is personal pride. So I, I have a feeling you're gonna see them resolve these issues very, very quickly. That's my opinion.
1: Yeah, this is the first step in all of that, and we'll continue to keep an eye on it. By the way, Phone line 651 989 You can text 81807. That is 81807. And uh, let's go to those phone lines right now on the program. And we're going to bring in, let's see you, Ray. Ray, you're on the air. Yeah,
0: um, you worked on my computer here a couple months ago to put a um, SSD hard drive in what? the
2: Ray, I hope you're happy. How are we doing?
0: It's it's great. Well, there you go. One problem, though, it will not play YouTube videos.
2: Uh, That's bizarre. You should be able to open up a browser. And I have to ask you, did did we do this in Windows and Linux? Did we do a dual boot?
0: Yeah, I have Linux and um, the other. And
2: you're getting the same effect on both operating systems. Uh,
0: I'm not, I don't know if I tried it on Linux or not.
2: All right. Listen, you give me a call later today or first thing next week, and we'll take a peek at that and get that thing solved. Uh, That's really amazing. Yeah. I don't think you're waiting for your computer. It's possible that you're having some issues with your bandwidth, but we will absolutely get that squared away for you. And Ray, other than that, I'm really
1: glad you're happy, and thank you for the call. All right, uh, but playing videos can be problematic from time to time, and that that's one of those where first thing I do if a video is not playing, I switch browsers. Absolutely. If I'm in Firefox, I go over to Chrome or try one of the other browsers, a lot of good ones out there. Uh, Safari comes loaded on Apple equipment. That's a very good browser, but uh, y- usually that's my first try.
2: Absolutely. You're, you, you know, browsers, we've talked about this a number of times over the years, multiple browsers are absolutely essential. And sometimes people, even in a Windows 10 machine, they'll open up Windows Explorer instead of using Edge. Even that change can make a huge difference. My two go-to browsers, of course, are, is Google Chrome or Google Chromium and Linux, and of course, Firefox. And third, the latest version of Opera is absolutely gorgeous, wow. Steve. It's okay. gorgeous. It's fast. It's lean. It's safe. It's beautiful. And that's available also on a Mac machine, Windows machine, or Linux. So you know when you've got a browser that's, that's cross-platform capable, that's huge. That's just enormous.
1: All right. Let's go to uh, the phones again. Rick, you're on the air. Hello.
2: Yeah. Hi, Doug. Uh- hi, Rick. I've got a
0: probably a 4 or 5 year old Gateway desktop. Okay. And the last 3 or 4 months every time I power down, I just get a little pop up that says uh, there is a problem with the Bitdefender threat scanner.
2: What? Uh, when you when you're powered down? Yes, it has no effect on operation. That's up, uh, but when you're running Bitdefender isn't giving you any errors and it looks like it's updating. Uh, I haven't checked updating, but I get no error messages. Yeah, you're going to want to check to make sure that it's getting updated properly. And it almost sounds to me like you've got some semblance of malware or a virus of some type that's attempting to corrupt that Bitdefender installation. Um, give me a call next week and we'll take a peek at that. But that that's usually something. Anytime you are getting messages regarding system errors, and especially malware or
1: antivirus,
2: that that's something you want to address right away. So give me a call next week, Rick, and we'll check that out for you and get that corrected.
1: All right, uh, Bit Defender, do you still recommend that product, or, <laughs> I do. or is there a better way to go?
2: You know, here's the thing: if you're in Windows 10, Windows 10 will come with Windows Defender, and to my experience, Windows Defender on Windows 10 is running just right on the money. I My go-to antivirus in malware these days is Malwarebytes, and I have had a customer that, caught, that wrote me several emails and said he was having trouble getting support, but I investigated it, and I think we got him taken care of, I hope. Um, Bitdefender, the free version, now goes to a cloud-based, and it's working well. I kind of tend towards Malwarebytes. They have just a tremendous reputation. And the thing about support that came up, Steve, this last couple of weeks was I had to remind this customer that, you know, you bought the package for $39. They supply instant chat and email support within an hour window. And they actually contacted this individual several times over the course of two days, sent him links to check his motherboard. And he was absolutely adamant that he wanted phone support. Well, these companies are working on a budget, so it's kind of tough for them to do that. And when I offered to take care of the problem for him, not a customer of mine, I haven't heard from him, so I'm hoping he's got that taken care of, and if not, I invite him to call.
1: All right, phone lines are open right now at 651-989-9226, 651-989-9226, you can text 81807. That is eight one eight zero seven Tech Talk Saturdays between one and two o'clock here on CCO. Let's go to the text line here. Um, we talk browsers. Uh, the old standby, of course, uh, anybody with a Windows machine has Internet Explorer. But uh, beyond that, uh, Mozilla Firefox. Uh, there's Google Chrome. Uh, you brought up Opera. Uh, we talk Safari, the browser that's standard equipment on. Max, but uh, perfectly good on Windows machines. Uh, What are some other browsers out there? Is there anything new that uh, you like? This has really been a competitive industry. And, of course, these top,
2: and I'll just say a top five, have really led the crowd. Um, There are many, many other browsers. If you're in a Linux or Unix environment, you've got ICE, I-C-E, which, by the way, really... Is a kind of a faction of Mozilla. Um, that the, there's um, uh, what's the other one that we recommended several years ago? Can't recall. But there's a bunch of them out there, and you can actually go to Google.com and in the search box type in browsers and browser reviews. There's a ton of them, but I think you're always going to come gravitate back to Google Chrome for Windows, Chromium, which is Google Chrome for Linux, Firefox. And if you're in Windows and you absolutely have to be using Microsoft extensions, go to Edge. Edge is a fast, clean browser. It's uh, much more dependable and I believe much more secure than Internet Explorer. And of course, Internet Explorer is in Windows 10 as well. But if I'm in Windows 10, my first choice is going to be Firefox. Second will be Google Chrome. Third will be Microsoft Edge. And that really should cover any website that you're trying to attach and download content from.
1: All right, uh, Doug, uh, here's one. What's the best way to transfer contacts and photos uh, uh, b- between phones? And, and I think I know the answer to that. Oh, you're, you know where I'm going. Yeah. yeah it, if you
2: have a Gmail account, Gmail will hold your contacts underneath your Gmail, and as soon as you get a new telephone, you fire that baby up and you log into your Gmail account by the time you get to your car, your contacts are there. Same with pictures. You will download an app that when you take a picture, it will automatically save to Google Photos under Google Drive. Here again, this, it just cannot be beat, especially if you've got an Android phone. Now, we should also say, Steve, that Apple does the same thing with an iCloud account. So you've got the same type of advantage with, with an iPhone as well learn about the cloud services.
1: It will make your life so much simpler. Have that hub in place. If you lose your phone and it's already backed up to the cloud somewhere on one of those services, really no worries. And I, and I think that's the goal, and we've talked about it over the years, is that really the device is one thing. The, the, the biggest thing is your data, the, the, the photos, the contacts, uh, access to your email and all that sort of thing. If your phone Breaks, falls in the toilet, whatever. Absolutely. Um, it's not a big deal because it's already backed up. Well,
2: you know, we never want to lose a six, seven, eight hundred or a twelve hundred dollar appliance of a phone. Oh, sure. But We're you breaking. know yourself, Steve, by recreating that data oh. saved locally on that device, a person can spend days, weeks, possibly even a number of months recreating it and never really get it right. The nice thing about keeping your data in the cloud. Uh, up on Google or in an iCloud account, is that's live data. If that device happens to get stolen, God forbid, or the phone gets lost, you purchase a new phone, and you don't even have to get the same type of phone. You log in, and that data comes into that device instant. Not to mention if you've got multiple devices. You've got a tablet. You've got a desktop. You have a laptop. And, of course, your telephone. Whatever you do in that account, there's no need to synchronize multiple devices because it's already synchronized on that hub up in the cloud. Good advice. Thank you, Steve.
1: All right, 651-989-9226. 651-989-9226. We have a ton of texts on the program today. That's always great at 81807. From our text line... Why can't I wake up Windows 10 from the sleep mode? What could be going on there? Yeah, This is really interesting. Windows 10 has several
2: functions for fast start and quick shutdown. And I am seeing a lot of equipment that when they go to sleep and or hibernate, they're not waking up properly. If you go, If you've got a normal Windows menu and you go in the search box, and you type in Power Options, start playing around there first. Worse comes to worse. You can go to Accessories, excuse me, Windows System, and open up a command prompt in an administrator mode and type in Power, P-O-W-E-R-C-F-G, short for configuration, Power CFG space minus H, Space and the word off, and that will shut off hibernate completely. This is really an ongoing issue with hibernate sleep confusion on a lot of equipment. So, I really appreciate that text,
1: and I hope that helps. All right, quick break. We have more text line 81807. That is 81807. And if you want to talk computers, Following the weather, six five one nine eight nine is Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in studio. My name is Steve Thompson. Jonathan Lowe is our studio coordinator on this chilly Saturday. At CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Thanks so much for joining us on this final Saturday of 2017. Happy New Year, Tech Talk. Doug Swinhart in the studio. Steve Thompson is here. And of course, Jonathan Lowell is our studio coordinator. And we welcome your calls 651 989. 9226. You can text 81807. We'll be going back to the text line in a moment. But uh, first, let's go to the phone lines and bring in Ron in Minneapolis. Ron, you're on the air. Hello.
0: Good, sir. Cold, but good.
1: Good. What's up, Ron?
0: Uh, out of curiosity, when did you guys come back from football season? What was your. When...
2: I think Is this
1: our third week or second? Well, we came back in December. The Tommies were defeated, uh, I think, in the quarterfinals. Uh, down in Texas, so yeah, we, we've been a, we've been on the air for a few weeks for sure, Ron. Yeah, I'm a little bit
0: behind the times here, so I'm, I missed two of your shows. I'll, I'll, I'll okay. check on the website. Um, Doug, may I ask you two quick questions? To sure, th- I appreciate it. All right, I currently have a Sony Vio. I mm-hmm. have 356 gigabytes free of 921. Okay, I'm going to go to a MacBook here next year, next January. It's, it's going to be 2.7. GHZs, gigahertz, is that what that is?
2: Okay, that's the speed, yep.
0: Eight gigabits of RAM and one TB.
2: Yeah, a terabit of drive, yep.
0: Okay, are there external hard drives out there that can back up all that info on my computer?
2: Absolutely, but I got to tell you, with that terabit drive, that's an enormous amount of space. Absolutely enormous. And if you're converting from a Windows machine, your Sony, to a Mac you don't want to back up the entire operating system and dump it on your Mac. There's no sense in dirtying up your Mac that way. What you want to do is you want to get a flash drive or an external hard drive, or if you're going to retire the Sony, take the drive out of the Sony completely and for $7 buy an external case for the original hard drive in your Sony, put that drive in there and copy strictly your documents, your music, your spreadsheets, and things like that, that are necessary for data. But I would not try to do a backup on a Windows machine and then restore it on a Mac machine. Don't, don't go that road. And if you have problems with that, you give me a call, and I'll walk you right through it. It's much simpler than what you might think.
1: And did you have a second question? All right, let's bring in Ron. What's your follow-up? Okay,
0: follow-up is... I'm a DJ. I spin off all my music off my laptop now, and I use an external sound card by Creative because the sound card in the Va- Sony Vaio is bleak at best. Is the sound card in my new Mac going to be as good as my
2: external? There's there's no comparison. Yeah, I'll, let me You'll answer. Right. Let me answer that for you in a hurry. No comparison, and 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 part of that is the changes just over the years. But to follow up on that, when it comes to multimedia. I, I, and you know I don't want to be plugging one product over another, but I have to admit, Mac has had it hands down. It really is that
1: simple. All right. Ron, good call. Thanks. Uh, quick, quick follow up. We haven't done this in a while, but as we close out 2017, New Year's Eve is tomorrow. It's a cold weekend. You're probably not going to be out and about a lot. Back up your data. Come up with a plan. There's numerous options out there. Get yourself a Gmail account. Learn how to back up your stuff uh, through your Google account. Uh, Maybe pay uh, for for Mosey or Carbonite or, or one of those other services. Absolutely. But do yourself a favor and back up your data. Save your data. We cannot stress it enough. We can replace
2: computers. Oh, we can replace operating systems. Phones. We can re-download antivirus. Even if it's a paid subscription, if you get a hold of the provider and you say, Listen, my computer crashed. I got a new computer. I need to reinitialize this particular software I bought from you three months ago. They're gonna walk you right through it. Sure. Big thing is, especially with pictures. If you lose your pictures, there's no getting them back. There just isn't. So make sure you've got at least two copies of that. I recommend a copy, a working copy on your computer. One copy up in the clouds, maybe two copies up in the clouds, and one on an external hard drive. Hard drive space today, Steve, as you know, is dirt cheap. You can go down to Best Buy or Micro Center and buy a 2 terabit today for less than $60. And that's a rotary. You can actually get fancy today and buy an external SSD drive and they're running about 120 bucks. Now you've got the speed and the efficiency of an SSD in an external. There's no reason on the planet that I can think of where people don't have a minimum of three copies of everything important, especially, and I'm going to say it again, especially your pictures. That is the, these are keepsakes that, and, and maybe it's because of my age, but I'm I'm getting more and more towards the, the memories of the family and the memories of past holidays. So these pictures are very, very important. And documents, and you can do a simple copy and paste from one file manager to another source and target, and there's nothing to it. It's a piece of cake.
1: So by all means, save your data. And there are a number of very good pay services where you can automate this. They can do it overnight. Uh, We brought up Carbonite and Mosey. Those are a couple of the big ones. My faves. But yeah there's just a ton of them out there you pay them a few bucks a month uh it's it's not a ton of money over the course of a year no and you have that peace of mind so it it is a good uh new year's resolution and you can do it uh right now do it today as you close out 2017 all right let's go to the phones again let's bring in uh joanne and spooner joanne you're on the air hello
2: hi doug hi joanne what's up
0: well uh i updated my windows 10 and came through about it took an hour or two just recently. Oh, my. And now I have Windows 10 email. Uh, I must have signed up for that, not really realizing it.
2: Well, Windows 10 comes with a mail program.
0: Right. Well, I've got that now, and the mail is coming in, and the mail is going out. But my other provider, I cannot get the address book to go to my Windows 10.
2: Yeah, you give me a call next week. What we need to do is figure out where that other provider is, and we're going to have to export that data and then import it into your new email account. Your new email account, I will assume, is web-based. and other words, IMAP, I-M-A-P. Your old email, very possibly and very probably, was POP3. You and I will get together for an hour or so next week. We'll connect up remotely, and we'll get
1: that squared away for you. And thank you for the call. All right, let's bring in Tom in St. Paul. Tom, you're on the air. Hello.
0: Hi, good afternoon. Thanks for taking a call. I sure. have a question. Um, I'm using uh, Firefox, and I'm having a problem with Yahoo, just mm-hmm. Yahoo, and then it keeps um, popping up, uh, you know, things saying you have a virus or whatever, and it's, it's um, like I said, it's only Yahoo that's doing it. I don't know if these are just bad ads, and they're trying to get people to sign up for their – you know, paying service, so you
2: don't get the ads or what? Uh, let's let 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 let's, let's take this in two steps. First thing I want you to do is I want you to download, install, and run CCleaner. And you can just open up any web browser, go to Google.com, and in the search box type in CCLEANER. Make sure you download the free version. After you've had it a while, you're probably going to want to update to the Pro version, but you're under no obligation to do that. Run that. Get your cache files cleared out. Get your history files cleared out, before you even open up another browser. Go back to that same browser. Go to Google.com and type in ADW Cleaner, no spaces. A D W C L E A N E R space and the words Major Geeks. M A J O R G E E K S. Download. ADW cleaner from Major Geeks, run it, clean your computer, and at the end of this, it will want you to reboot. After you reboot, give it a try, and I think your issue is going to be gone. I can almost guarantee you've got something hung up in your cache or your history file, or it's gone on long enough now to where it's actually implanted a small malware executable file on your computer. This will get you clean. And if you have any trouble, give me a holler. But I think you're going to get it handled this way. And thank
1: you for the call. And it's uh, another good uh, spot for try another browser. Absolutely. You know, download Google Chrome, give it a try, and see how Yahoo performs uh, in Chrome. Absolutely. And see, even if it is
2: something in his cache file or his history file, even just by using a different browser, it should come up. Now, with that said... There's always the possibility, highly unlikely, there's always the possibility that some worm file has crawled into the Yahoo server. Let me say it again, highly unlikely, but there's a chance, but at least your
1: machine will be clean and you'll know it's not your end. And good luck to you. All right, uh, let's squeeze in a couple more quick calls before the break. Steve in Minneapolis. Steve, you're on the air. Hello.
0: Yes, good afternoon, gentlemen. I I have a question about the uh, iPad and and, uh, the iPhone. I have my contacts, they're in the cloud, they're connected. My daughter has an iPad and she is thinking about a new phone and I'm wondering if she wants to go to an Android phone, whether there's any way that we can connect her contacts on her iPad to those
2: in an Android phone. Uh, yes, I believe that you can do an export and an import, and you're going to want to export it to a CSV file. I can almost guarantee this is doable. Uh, all the, even though we have competing corporations, Google and Apple, uh, I believe that both make it possible to transfer that data. Worst case scenario, We can download and install Thunderbird and pull the contacts in with that and then push them up to a Gmail account. By the way, if she goes to an Android phone, if I'm not mistaken, she can actually keep her Apple email on that phone, I think. I believe there's an app on on the play.google.com store that will actually allow that. But do some research. She's not going to lose any contacts. And thank
1: you for the call. All right, that is a good one. Uh, let's jump to the text line at 81807, and we want to get through some of those on the program today. Uh, is there a brand of battery you'd recommend for replacement in a MacBook Pro? It's about five years old going on six years old, um, and is it easy to do? Yeah, you know, it is if, you're, if you take your time.
2: The MacBook Pro, you actually have to take them apart to get the battery out. Your best source of information on how to do this is ifixit.com, I-F-I-X-I-T.com. Put in your make and model of your MacBook Pro, and it'll give you step-by-step directions. If you buy a battery, there are several sources where you can get batteries, eBay, Amazon.com. eBay is kind of nice because it will actually display the reputation of the seller. I have had tremendous luck with OEM batteries, out of New York and Brooklyn and California and Colorado. So I kind of tend to go towards there. Shipping, generally a couple of days. Um, if you go to eBay, I always check within the United States. I always try to do a sort by lowest price first, but I am almost always drawn by a top seller, somebody that's preferred. Some Reputation on the internet is everything. And the ability to return it is huge, but you can always go right straight to Mac and buy one as well probably pay a little bit more
1: but uh, original equipment though you 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 want to try and stick with you do OEM yeah. Yeah. Uh, original engineered manufacturing uh, OEM it might
2: actually be from a different manufacturer but that OEM stamp actually indicates that it's built to the same specs Is it the identical quality sometimes not generally it's darn close. And for the amount of money that you save, you're golden. So good luck with you on that.
1: But it's doable.
2: It truly is doable.
1: All right. uh, Here's an interesting text. Never have had a password on my computer until today when I turn it on. I need a password to get in. I don't have one.
2: Uh, This sounds to me, Steve, like somebody who set up Windows 10. And through the setup, they ask for an email address. And then Windows will actually record... That email address, password, as a part of the Microsoft Store for purchasing apps and purchasing things as you move forward. If that password doesn't work to let you in, you have no choice but to probably get a hold of me next week. Bring the machine over, and I've got software where we can actually unlock it. Uh, this this is um, Windows has actually got themselves to a point now to where their passwords are they're working. So you need special software to bypass it without losing your data. If it's a Mac, you better take it right to an Apple store. That's that's really tough if it's on a Mac.
1: Yeah, you, you got to remember those.
2: Top-shelf security. That's like losing your password in Linux. Those two operating systems are the absolute most secure, in my opinion,
1: for an end user. And I hope that helps. All right, quick break. 149 Tech Talk Continues in a moment here on CCO. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. Welcome back. It is uh, Saturday before New Year's, final day of 2017. Doug Swinhart in studio today on Tech Talk here at CCO. Um... Let's see. Well, let's go to the text line. There are a couple of good ones here. Uh, Who can a novice get help from doing the backup stuff Uh, and other questions like organizing files, et cetera? Where do people go to learn how to actually organize their data and ultimately get that backed up?
2: Well, I don't want to be a self-promoter, Steve, because we've always done this on a strictly help-type basis. But if somebody has a computer repaired in my place, when they come to pick it up, I tell them flat out within the next couple of days, please give me a call. Let me connect up remotely. Let me explain how to use file managers. Let me show you how to save yeah. your data. And you, generally, we're looking at somewhere around an hour to an hour and a half. I will do it once. I will have them do it while I watch them perform the functions on screen, and they got it. Now, the backup services. If you go into mosey.com online, it got it has a step by step deal which folders to, to take And it's pretty well goof proof perfect step by step just watch what you're doing. Carbonite has a wonderful interface. It's designed for people so it's intuitive and easy to operate and gets them up and rolling in probably less than 20 minutes. So if you just take the time to read your screens, it's very simple. And if they have trouble with that, people can call me. I generally don't even bill for a short call like that. No big
1: deal. All right. Uh, have you ever heard of the uh, uh, service TrueKey to oh, yeah. remember passwords? Is it, What do you think about it? This is
2: a program that's actually been developed by Intel. It um, If you download the free version uh, of Adobe Reader, Trukey will be part of what wants to come in. I'm not real big on the encrypted password keepers. Um, I just have mine in a in a doc saved under my Google account. and I know that that's kind of low tech, but it's worked for me for well over thirty years. so and I, that's what I show my people to do, but there's nothing wrong with that program. It's a great program unless you lose your master password to get in. If that gets lost or you get confused as to what was uppercase or lowercase or what special characters you used, that's it's absolutely critical that you save that master password. If you ever can't get in, you're done. So TrueKey, buy Intel, It's a great product. You can download the free version for free. I do believe they've got a professional version, and I do not know what it costs, but great program.
1: All right, uh, here's another one, uh, Windows 10 on my laptop. Does it have defrag on it, or how do I keep my drive clean and running? Under, well. under system, it's got some disk utilities. Um,
2: I generally suggest people, if you've got a rotary drive, Search and download the free version of OzLogic. A U S L O G I C S, OzLogic's Disk Defrag. Their professional version, I think, is like eight or ten bucks. It's cheap. But as you look at their website, take note it not only has a defrag, but it also has a defrag and optimize. Now, the thing is, Steve, is if you decide to upgrade to an SSD drive, A solid-state drive does not require any disk maintenance. Okay. Yet another plus
1: to push those SSDs. All right, let's go to the phones. Uh, We've got about a minute left. Uh, Let's bring in Barb. Barb, go quick.
0: Okay, I'm a 75-year-old grandma that knows very little about technology, but I listen to you guys, and I just need to ask you. I have an iPhone that's a 5S. My son gave it to me. It's been shutting off going black on me and then he told me to press that little lever on the top and the button at the bottom at the same time it would come up it's been charged but it keeps doing it so when i heard all this advertising on the news about the six you know it was going bad on higher is
2: this what's been happening to my phone it's possible and i cannot speak to that and the upgrade for battery the big discount starts at the sixes i do not know um, if you ever get to the mall of America, you might want to go, or if you're close to an Apple store, take it in and let them look at it. But a five, I don't know how much support you're going to be getting for that from Apple might be time to be looking at a new
1: phone. I wish I had better news for you. All right, let's bring in Tim real quick, Tim, go fast.
0: I have a, uh, Acer Aspire and I'm having problems with, uh, two things on it. One is uh, that when I'm... All right, the- all right,
1: Tim, we'll have to take your call off the air. Doug will hang around and visit with you about your keyboard issue. Uh, we we apologize for that. Uh, Doug, your phone number and email. Thank you.
2: 651-552-9543. And, of course, WCCOTech.com. dot com, And, Steve... Happy New
1: Year to you, my friend. Happy New Year, Doug. Always great to see you. We'll see you in 2018, one week from today. Awesome. Tech Talk Saturday is between 1 and 2.